Hello, and welcome to episode two of Encouraging Moments with Reverend Sandy B., a monthly podcast with a primary focus of nurturing the mind, body, soul, and spirit through the promises of God and positive affirmations as it relates to everyday life. I'm Reverend Sandy B., your host, and I greet you with Jesus' joy. May the words that I speak be a source of refreshment and encouragement as you travel through your journey of life. Invite your family, friends, neighbors, companions, and co-workers to listen in and let them know it's time to be encouraged. But first, let us pray. Father God, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, and we ask that you meet us and greet us with your presence wherever we may be, and let us hear and receive a word from you. I pray that the moments of listening will be a source of strength and will enlighten your people to the unlimited love and power of God. Thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to share a word of encouragement with your people, that you might receive all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. It is in the precious and mighty name of Jesus the Christ I do pray. Amen. The word of the day is hope. Hope is defined in the dictionary as a feeling that what is wanted is likely to happen. It's a desire accompanied by expectation. It is further defined as a person or thing on which one may base some hope, trust, and reliance. We are now in a brand new year. The year of 2022. Wow, my friends, how fast time is traveling, how fast time is flying, and how fast time is moving on. The seconds, minutes, hours, months, and years are moving so fast that they are here now and soon will be gone. Time is moving on regardless of whether we move or not. And with that being said, it's time to make a move forward and not allow the past to paralyze your future. I know that 2021 may have been difficult, and for some of you, it may have seemed like it was the worst year and most difficult time of your life. And my sincere prayers of comfort and strength are with you. Many of you have lost loved ones to sickness, illness, disease, divorce, epidemics, pandemics, tragedies, and misfortunes, as well as dealing with mental strain, emotional strain, physical pain, marital strain, and relationship pain and all the other worries and cares of everyday life. We all have endured some rough, tough, and difficult times in life. And we know that the O's and woes of life can sometimes get you down. But in spite of all these things, you must not allow any of them to break you down or keep you down. You must not allow anything to hold you back and keep you from moving forward. 
It is in these times that the seen or unforeseen situation or circumstances can become overwhelming and appear to threaten and crush your hopes and dreams. But notice I said appear. And the reason for emphasizing the word appear is because in no way does it change the fact that God is still the one who is in control of everything. Misfortunes in life can often be a distraction designed in disguise to detain you from all that God desires to do in you, with you, through you, and for you. So often you may find yourself frustrated, agitated, and irritated, and become more focused on the problem rather than the problem solver. And it is in these very times that God desires for your attention and focus to be on him who is the problem solver and the promise keeper. Though you face disasters, hardships, adversities, calamities, and catastrophes, I want you to know that God can turn a mess into a miracle. Our key scripture for today is found in the book of Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verse 11, which states, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now you have the key word, hope, and the key scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11. And the nut in the shell is to trust in the one who is in control. But I know you may be saying that it's easier said than done because you sometimes feel like it's easier to just throw in the towel rather than picking up the pieces and moving on. And yet, God is telling you, though last year was a challenge, I have given you the power to overcome any and every challenge. We must choose to be a victor rather than a victim. Now is not the time to stop dreaming. Now is not the time to stop hoping. Now is not the time to stop trusting. And now is not the time to stop believing. And now is most definitely not the time to stop praying. Mark eleven twenty four states, Therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. So what are you asking God for this year? What are you seeking God for this year? Remember that nothing is accomplished by doing nothing. You must have a vision and know that the provision is already made for you to prosper and succeed 
in all that you desire to do when it is pleasing unto the Lord. It's a new day. It's a new season. And it's a new year. And it's time for you to not look back, but to look forward to all that God has for you. Don't have fear of the unknown. Because God has already given you the power. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Our key scripture, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, reminds you that God has everything planned. He has everything fixed and he has everything worked out for you. Regardless of what has happened in the past, there is hope for your life and there is hope for your future. God knows the thoughts that he thinks toward you. He knows the plans he has for you. And those thoughts of plans are for good and not for evil. God desires for you to have a good future, a bright future an exciting future filled with great possibilities and opportunities. And in order for you to explore those possibilities and opportunities, you must hold on to your hope that what you desire to be will be. You just might be asking yourself, should I make a move or should I just be still? It's like playing chess or checkers. You stop to think. You stop to study. You start to ponder and you start to wonder. What will happen if I do this? Or what will happen if I do that? You say to yourself, I tried to do it my way, but in no way did it go my way. So what must I do now? I'm so glad you asked. And the answer is found in Proverbs 16.3. Commit your work to the Lord, then it will succeed. And after doing that, you must put your plan into play. You must seek and siege. You must find and foster. You must cultivate and capitalize on opportunities. You must gain and sustain a positive direction for your life. And you must do the things that you desire to do in life. So whatever God is calling you to do, whatever God is telling you to do, whatever God is instructing you to do, like Nike says, just do it. Luke 137, which is my favorite scripture, tells us, for nothing shall be impossible with God. And Matthew 6.33 tells us, Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. The calamities and uncertainties of life may cause you to ponder and second-guess if what God said is true, but I want you to believe And to remember, as it is recorded in Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that he should lie. Therefore, 
If God said it, he will do it. God is faithful to keep his promises. God has a plan for you and God has a plan for me. We must trust in the one who is the architect of our lives, our future, and our destiny. God is the creator. He is the designer. And he is the master builder. Our lives have been blueprinted and copywritten by God. And no one else owns the rights. Know that with every plan, there is a process. And with the process, there is progress. And the progress will ultimately lead to the prosperous life that God desires you to have. What appears to be a setback could be the very thing that is setting you up for the big comeback, for your great comeback, the ultimate comeback. There are many lessons to be learned through our various life-changing experiences. And though we may not always understand, the Word of God tells us in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. God gently reminds us of the importance of trusting him and seeking him in all that we do. We must walk with him. We must talk with him. And we must trust and know that God's plan is the perfect plan. For he knows how the story began and he knows how the story will end. Never stop trusting and keep on believing that you shall receive everything that God has promised. In this new year, I charge you and challenge you to look at things differently. I charge you and challenge you to do things differently. I charge you and challenge you to approach things differently. I want you to imagine things differently. I want you to view and see things in a different shade of light. I want you to look at your future through the eyeglasses of faith. God can turn your loss into gain. God can turn your sadness into gladness. God can turn your trial into triumph. God can turn your test into a testimony. Eugene Peterson summarizes our key verse, Jeremiah 29, 11, in the Message Bible. He states that God will show up and take care of you. As he has promised, God knows what he is doing and he has it all planned out. God's plan includes taking care of you and not to abandon you. His plans are to give you the future that you hope for. And that's a hallelujah moment. Know that God has your back and he holds the power to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope 
and a bright future. So it's time for you to act on your aspirations. It's time for you to act on your declarations. And it's time for you to be intentional about accomplishing your mission and your goals in life. Romans 8, 28 tells us that all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So walk in strength, walk in confidence, walk in anticipation and expectation of all the things God has promised you. God has great and marvelous things in store for you. God will never fail you, nor will he allow you to fail. You need only to put your faith and your trust in him and allow him to do what he said he would do for you. This is your time and this is your year. So let God have his way. And in allowing God to have his way, if you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, it's as easy as A, B, C. A, admit you have sinned. B, believe Jesus died for you. C, choose to accept his gift of forgiveness. John 3.16 tells us, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Don't delay. Do it today. Accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He's waiting with open arms to receive revive, and restore you. And if you've taken that step today, I invite you to find a local or virtual church to connect with where the word of God is preached and taught that you'll be able to learn and grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining me and you're invited to visit my website at beencouraged.org for more encouragement and to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to be notified of new episodes of Encouraging Moments with Reverend Sandy B. In closing, remember, it is through the word of God and positive affirmations that we are refreshed, revived, and renewed and we're able to recognize the power we possess in speaking life to ourselves and to others. So let the love and the light of Jesus Christ shine in and through you and throughout the world. Love, joy, peace, power, and hope be with you. I'm Reverend Sandy B, and I want you to be encouraged.